0: What's going on? What is going on? Shalom to all of our listeners. I want to welcome you again to the Infinite Ascension Podcast. The Infinite Ascension Podcast. I am Hanuk Hanuk Nasiyah, the Armor Bearer, and I am your host on this day for the Infinite Ascension Podcast here we enlighten encourage and empower others with the tools necessary to ascend to the highest levels of themselves all right we enlighten empower and uh, motivate encourage you to reach the highest level of you yes there is a greater level that you can reach and we motivate you to strive to reach that level through providing the necessary information, explanations, and personal experience that you need in order to grow. So, let's dive into this week's focus. We've been going through the previous weeks, talking about the wilderness experience. Then we went from there. We dove into, uh, you know, what it takes to get out of the wilderness. Recognizing that you're in the wilderness Surviving versus conquering And you know We went last week talking about The terrain of transition Talking about transitioning from That mindset into the mindset Of a conqueror Alright And Last week was a little frustrating <laughs> We had some technical difficulties I didn't move Remove the The uh, The audio from the podcast from last week, um, I left it up there, left it up there with its issues just so we can see. You know, yeah, I just felt like it was a little more authentic, a little more authentic to leave that bad boy up there and just, you know, with the issues. See me with my issues, see me with what, without my issues, see me when I'm up, see me when I'm down. So, left it up, but we're gonna try to do greater this week, all right. You see me when I struggle too. So you're going to see me when I'm struggling. You're going to see how we respond to what happened last week. All right. So with that being said. This week. Um, we want to focus on another topic. All right. The topic that we're going to focus on this week for this podcast is the pain of perseverance. The pain of perseverance. So in life, we are all going to be challenged all right especially those of us who are attempting to elevate our mental emotional ruakal or spiritual understanding all right those of us who are attempting to elevate our understanding in those different areas the mental spiritual emotional arenas we are going to be challenged and it is essential to our end state that we are prepared To persevere through any conditions that we find ourselves in. No matter what the situation, circumstance is, we must be prepared to persevere. Alright? One must become resolved in the conqueror's reality. If you are not resolved in the conqueror's reality, circumstances will control your outcome. But if you are resolved, if you are focused, if you are determined... You control the outcome. Alright? You have more control than what you realize. And we're going to talk about how to maintain that control in the midst of difficult situations and persevere in the pain that you must endure through in order to conquer. Alright? So you have to be determined to set a goal. Alright? You have to have a determined mindset. That is set on goal accomplishment. Right? A determined mindset that is set on goal accomplishment. All right? There's a saying that pinpoints the mindset that one must have. The saying is first you must have a definite clear practical ideal or a goal. An objective. Second you develop the necessary means to achieve your ends. Those means are wisdom, patience, materials, and methods. Third, adjust your means to meet that end. All right. So what in the world is all that talking about, right? So it means you adjust your life to support your life. You have to adjust your life to support the life that you desire. You must therefore understand the question What is life? Because if I came to you and I said Man, you, you need to adjust your life To support the life that you desire What is the life that you desire? What is your life? What is life? Life according to our westernized understanding Is living matter That shows certain attributes That include responsiveness, growth metabolism, energy transformation, and reproduction. But we're going to focus on energy transformation. So life is living matter that shows specific attributes or traits, right? Living matter that shows specific traits that contribute to energy transformation, alright, so taking the end portion of our previous statement, kind of bringing it all together to try to develop a, or present a, or refine understanding, alright, it says that, um, you know, we want to ensure that we develop wisdom, patience, materials, and methods that can be adjusted in a way which supports your energy transformation wisdom patience materials and methods in order or t- that can be adjusted so present these means that can be adjusted to support your energy transformation so one tool that we can all utilize in this development or in the development of these various means is self-motivation self-motivation can build your wisdom, patience, materials, and methods, and it can assist you in developing those means in order to uh, produce the necessary energy transformation, all right? So what is self-motivation? Self-motivation, right, is a, you know, it can be a very useful tool when it comes to perseverance, right? Self-motivation, um, oftentimes, uh, when a person hits a a goal, when a person comes into um, a specific situation, right? Um, self motivation is the greatest can be the greatest motivation, the greatest tool in going from where you are to where you desire to be. All right, self motivation is a very useful tool when it comes to perseverance. Self motivation is the inspiration right enthusiasm the drive right the driving force even desire it can be the willpower um it can be the purpose or most importantly and more often than not it can be the incentive right incentive that's presented to an individual that uh is presented to an individual internally to accomplish a specific goal or achieve a specific task, right? So it's the the internal inspiration, that internal driving force, the internally generated enthusiasm, your willpower, your desire, your purpose that you've given yourself as an incentive to accomplish a specific goal, right? Or achieve a specific goal or accomplish a specific task, right? Wait a minute, what, what are we talking about? I love to motivate myself, okay? So much so that I use the same techniques to motivate myself to motivate others. Then I teach them those techniques so that they can motivate themselves because I'm not always going to be there when different circumstances may arise when you need motivation. But you know who always will be there? when you need to be motivated you you're always there so why not have the ability to inspire yourself to accomplish a goal you can motivate yourself to accomplish the goal to achieve the specific level that you desire you have the ability to motivate yourself to inspire yourself to give yourself the drive determination willpower to accomplish a specific goal right so what we want to do is we want to develop our our self-awareness so that we can tune into our thoughts and our actions in order to increase our commitment and focus in making the necessary changes to reach our goal okay so The reason why we motivate ourselves because it causes us to tune in, to focus in on, right, the our own internal ability, right, to increase our commitment and focus. How we increase our commitment and focus is we focus on our thoughts and our actions, or we pay attention to. We become self-aware of our thoughts and our actions. Once we become self-aware of our own thoughts and our own actions, you can manipulate. Right, what you become committed to, what you become focused on. What do I mean? All right. So, if I start talking right now about, you know, food. Okay, we're talking about a specific food. We'll talk about smoothies, right? We'll stay healthy with this. So, we're gonna talk about a strawberry banana smoothie. All right, strawberry banana smoothie. Throw some berries in there. Um, of course, you gotta throw some protein powder in there. You know. We'll have some vegan protein powder. Make sure we stay on point with this. Encouraging ourselves, building ourselves up. Why are we drinking this smoothie? Because we need it has the necessary nutrients, necessary minerals, vitamins, everything like that. It's going to supplement our body. Build us up. What are you thinking about right now? Thinking about that smoothie. So much so that you might have even hopped in your car, or if you're already driving, you just hit the you know turn signal and you're about to go to Smoothie King. Why? Because your thoughts and your actions has caused your body to commit and focus in on a specific task. And I think I need me a smoothie now. We can take that same method and apply it to goal accomplishment. But it has to be focused. It has to you have to be committed to it. And the goal has to be specific. It has to be a specified goal. What do I mean? You can't say, I want to be great. What does that mean? What does greatness look like? Because your body's going to attempt to make you great. Your mind is going to try to focus on and think on the things that make you great. But if you don't even know what greatness is, how can you accomplish that goal? How can you accomplish that task? So give yourself a specific goal, specified task. And once you do that, once you do that. Then your mind will begin to think on these things. And your actions will follow suit. Alright. So we want to become self-aware so we can do that. Alright. So again. You know. I I said this. I say this every time. You know. I was in the military for a number of years. So I like to use my military experience. And then some. You know. Ruwaka or spiritual examples. Um, to shed light on. Or better. Explain the subject matter that we're talking about. So. I'll use, another, I'll use another example here, um, but first, um, a quick recap what we talked about so far, right? So, in order to achieve our desired goals, we must have a mindset of perseverance. That's where we're at right now, okay? This will encourage or motivate us to live a life full of positive energy transformation through the application and adjustments of wisdom, patience, materials, and methods. All right, the wisdom, patience, materials, and methods that you use is going to uh, motivate us to live a life full of positive energy transformation. Okay, we increase our understanding of how to apply these and adjust these means um, by our honest self-awareness. All right. So, how does one motivate themselves to persevere in the midst of tough times? Okay. So I heard this quote before. Said that uh, tough times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. Easy times can create weak men. Weak men can create tough times. And the cycle continues. So, how then do you break that cycle? The way that you break that cycle is by embracing. The tough times. When you embrace. The tough times. Then you will just become stronger. Stronger. And stronger. But how can you motivate yourself. To persevere in the midst of tough times. So I think of Dawid. David. Right. He had just been sent away. From an upcoming. Pending battle. Everybody was excited about it. You know all the you know nations that were in support of the philistines had all come together they're all getting ready to go out to this battle and the people rolling with the philistines like yo what's up with this what's up with with daoud over here what's up with david like why is he with us isn't he the one that they were singing songs about saying that david kills his ten thousands and wasn't they really talking about like some of our people and the guy david is with he's like yeah but i nah, mean i haven't had no problem with it. he's with me like yeah we we don't want him with us because what if he turns you know and, you know his you know his his uh leader his his Alua tells him like yo you need to kill all these dudes like he could kill all of us we need to get him out of here so the guy's like you know what all right got it so he tells goes to Daoudi, he's like hey man like you can't roll with this you got to take you and your people you got to go back home and it was like well we came out here to fight like this is what we do we're excited about it. We want to stay. He's like, "Nah, you got to go back." Sorry. So they go back to return home. It's a couple days journey to go home. their route while they're going home. Um, when they arrive, uh, they find their city burned. They find their possessions burglarized. Burglarized, right? They find their possessions stolen. <laughs> and Their families are taken captive. So when they roll up to their city. That they return home to. They're already disappointed that. They weren't able to go out and fight in this battle. But now when they get home. They realize that there was a battle at home. That they were not there for. And as a result of them not being there. All of their possessions were taken. If they weren't destroyed by fire. And their families, their wives, their children, their parents, they were all taken captive. So he and all the men that were with them, they, they began to mourn their losses. And they cried, they cried out until they had no energy left to mourn. The people were frustrated that were with Daood, they were frustrated. And they were enraged at their circumstances And so much that some of the men They wanted to kill him I mean this is your fault We was following you And because we followed you Like our families Are all gone Our wives are all gone Everybody's gone And we don't even know if they're alive or not They might be dead So on top of You know, knowing the desires of these people. Right? Talk about the eyes stacked up against you. His own people wanted to kill him now. And on top of that, his family was taken. He do not even know if they were still alive or not. Talk about being stressed out, man. Oh, he was stressed out. But in spite of the conditions, in spite of what everyone else Thought of him Wanted to do to him Whatever In spite of all of that Right In spite of knowing Or not knowing Excuse me If his family was even alive or not Dawood became self aware And he began to understand If I focus On all of these negative things How can they accomplish anything He understood that if you remained In the position that he was in, he would not achieve his desired end state. So, what did he do? He began to motivate himself, he began to encourage himself. He applied the wisdom of a Hebraic priest, the patience of a leader, the material ephod, and the warfare methodology. To motivate and encourage himself to press towards victory in the midst of defeat. And what were the results of his perseverance? He recovered everything that was taken. Thankfully, his family was still alive and he recovered his family, but not just his. The families of all those that were taken. This is how we persevere. When everything is stacked against you, when it seems like you have no other way to turn. You focus your mind on the goal you desire to accomplish. Your actions begin to follow your focus and goal accomplishment is what your future will hold. I often consider this same event. I think about this same event with Daoud when I'm going through different situations and going through different circumstances and facing my own tough times. And I remember going through Special Forces Selection. Man, you no, know those only stories you got. No, that's not the only stories I have, but I got 16 years worth of stories. And I've only been doing this now for like two weeks. So I got. I basically told, like, three days' worth of 16 years' worth of stories, okay? So, eventually, we're going to get into more stuff. Yes, I'll tell war stories. Yes, we'll tell funny stories. Yes, we'll tell all those stories. But right now, this is the one that works for me, okay? So, um, just hang there with me. Anyways, um, I was going through selection uh, to become chosen to go through the qualification course for special forces, all right? You go through selection just to be given the opportunity to go through the qualification course. So, you got to be selected before you're qualified. Anyways, when, you know. So, going through selection. And after three brutal weeks of physical, emotional, and mental endurance tasks. Right? After three uh, brutal weeks, um, we had heard some horror, horror stories Of this one final event that's coming up Everybody heard about it Um, Nobody really knows what it entails We just know we're going to have to do Something crazy at the end That kind of last Step to Set yourself apart And that last step to prove That you are who these people Are looking for Okay, So leading to this moment um, The stress of the previous weeks Had overtaken the worry Of that future event The stress of the future weeks had overtaken the worry of that future event. All right, so everything that had happened was so chaotic. Was so chaotic for the previous weeks, right? It was so overwhelming. It was so it was so much weight that you carried that by the time you got to like we didn't even know what day it was. You didn't have a watch on. Nobody knew what time it was. Like you, all you knew was like, I'm beat down and I'm pretty sure like the next thing is going to be that final event. So every moment up to this point was focused on making it to the next event. Now, anxiety levels, my anxiety level was through the roof. All right. My, you know, physical strength tank was reading empty and I had no desire to even think about this event. So it's probably like 11 p.m. You know, it's pitch black out there. It's January. It's freezing cold. starts snowing for some strange reason. You know, because that area is not, you know, it's not a place that normally snows. So, of course, it's going to start snowing on us. So it's cold. Uh, Bodies are tired. You know, twisted ankles, you know, pulled joints and muscles and shoulders, you know, small fractures and all this crazy stuff whatever we're sitting down kinda drinking some water just recovering over the event we just completed and a horn goes off which is like the indication like hey everybody come and get in a military formation bring all of your stuff and get in formation the horn goes off and we all run to get in formation we grab our bags we get in formation we're just standing there standing there for about 30-45 minutes Then all of a sudden the formation starts to move, so we're all like kind of looking around, you know. During this time frame, you can't talk to anyone else, so no one really knows what's going on, you know. But you just, when the formation starts moving, you start moving, you know. So a formation full of broken bodies and torn uniforms and bloody boots carrying 75 pounds bags on their backs, all of a sudden starts moving. So you don't know where we're going. So everybody starts just walking. Speaking to anybody who's unauthorized. Unauthorized communication could result in disqualification. So you just walking. No questions asked. After about 10 minutes of walking. You kind of realize. I think. The final event may have just started. Unknown distance. Unknown time standard. Follow the Kim Lights. Good luck. The class started with 488 people. All of these hundreds of people began to run. As a last ditch effort to display to the graders that I have what it takes to be selected. My goal going through selection was to prove that I am what these people are looking for. I'm going to be one of the individuals selected to go through the course. I'm going to be one of the people that they say, hey, he has shown he had that he has what it takes to go through and make it through the qualification course. I'm going to prove it, and this is my last chance. So I'm probably in the middle of the pack. At the time. But I'm fast. I was probably about. You know. I was super lightweight. I was, you know two years out of college. Or, or out of uh, two years out of high school. You know a couple years in college. I was in really good shape. You know what I'm saying. I was a little guy. You know. I was probably about 150 pounds. Soaking wet. You know 75 pounds on my back. You know so half my weight on my back. And I'm, I'm running. I get pretty close to the front. Real quick. we don't know how far we gotta go but I know that once I go you know if I get far enough in the front I can probably let off the gas a little bit take my time a little bit and get where I'm trying to go I know that I can probably do that so I quickly get near the front you know until the all of a sudden the weight of my bag gets unbalanced and like I said I have 75 pounds on my back I'm only 150-something pounds so when my weight goes unbalanced it kind of yanks me over to the side my strap for my backpack, my rucksack it breaks and the frame of my bag it cracks and breaks and when the frame breaks uh, the rod on the frame begins to hit me on the side stabbed me in the side so it hurts but I'm like ah, I gotta keep running so I'm still going you know and after a few steps I just collapse, fall down like, man what in the world it's you know super late at night it's pitch black so I, you know I'm super sweaty so I, I you know feel some, something wet on my side I'm thinking I'm just sweating nah it was blood my bag had stabbed me in the side and I'm just pouring blood out so take my bag off my strap my you know i got one shoulder strap the other strap is broken i got some tape inside my bag so take some tape out you know duct tape fix everything so i put some tape on my side you know it's gonna help the bleeding right i don't know so i put some tape on my side i wrapped it around my waist and then i took the tape i wrapped it around the strap to try and uh you know give myself a little bit of uh you know, extra support for that strap so I can, you know, use it again. It wasn't comfortable, but it stayed together. So I put everything together with some duct tape. As I was doing that, it was as if the entire formation of people had run past me. I sat there and watched everyone past me. At the back of the formation, there was a truck in the distance and all you see is the two front headlights and it's going at a slow pace um, but whatever the pace was it was uh if you ended up behind this truck you know it was a pacing vehicle so If you ended up behind this truck and you uh, were notified to get inside because you've been disqualified from the race so I saw the headlights in the distance and I move in my direction so I'm like I gotta go man I gotta, I gotta go Everybody passed me. How in the world am I going to finish this now? So now I'm bloody. Probably dehydrated. Definitely dehydrated. And my body was already weak. But I had to stop in the middle of it. So now my motivation has taken a shot. My confidence is not as high as it was maybe a few minutes ago. And I know that if I want to complete this task. I want to accomplish this goal, that I have to run. This is maybe only three miles in. So I start running. At about seven miles, we turn this corner and we start to go uphill. Now, when we're going uphill, you know, we got our military boots on, our whole uniform on. The sand on this hill it's probably about six inches deep, six to nine inches deep, and it feels like every step is on. If you take a, a you know, a, a step, you know, every step you take, you're you're sliding back down through the sand. So it's so you got to run extra hard up the hill just to get through the sand, so you can continue going higher to get to the next level. So I'm running up this hill through the sand, and as soon as I start running through the sand, my my feet just start thriving in pain. Now I didn't know at the time, but I found out later that I had stress fractures on the bottom of both of my feet. They're real small fractures on you know bottom of both of my feet, and I didn't know that. All I knew is that when I stumped my feet really hard, my feet would go numb, and I wouldn't feel the pain. Hello, so I had so I had to just stomp my feet as hard as I could. So that I could, you know, reduce the pain. So I'm stepping my feet as hard as I could as I'm going up this hill. I started to slow down a little bit. But when I slowed down, my shins began to throb Like I never felt this type of pain before. It felt like somebody was stabbing my shins with, you know, little knives or nails. I'm like, what is this? I didn't know at that time either. But I had shin splints in both of my shins. Now I have shin splints in both of my shins I have stretch fractures on both of my feet The only way that My shins wouldn't be in severe pain Was if I kept running the The faster I ran Basically I was keeping pressure off of both of my legs But I had to keep enough pressure Where I would stump my feet So my feet wouldn't start thriving in pain So I was stumping my feet really fast Running up this hill This hill was couple miles long so we're running up this hill pretty much running up a mountain and I'm stumping my feet stumping my feet stumping my feet running 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 all of a sudden somebody runs up next to me I know we can't talk the guy gets next to me he's like hey man can I just run with you I ignore him so he's running with me we're running together running 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 every couple of miles there's a water station where you can stop you can you know fill up your canteens with water keep going well on this hill they had you know they had more water stations so instead of them being a couple miles apart they were probably you know every mile so we get to the first water station and he's like hey man he's like i gotta stop and get water i don't say anything to him but i run with him we stop we get water but i can't stop so i'm like running in place to try to keep my you know the pain you know at bay he gets water we both fill up we drink some water we keep on running we're running the next mile, he's like, hey, man, I need to stop and get water again. I'm looking at him like, hey, man, like, my legs are hurting. And I'm still trying to catch everybody who passed me. Like, I can't keep stopping with you. But I don't say this to him because I don't want to talk to the guy. So I'm like, ah, he runs over. And I kind of run with him. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to leave this guy. I start to jog away. He's like, hey, man, don't don't leave me. Where are you going? Like, this dude's talking loud now. So he jogs over to me, he's like, hey, come on, we're, we're just going to stop here real quick. So finally, I looked around, and I said, hey, look, you stop, I'm going to keep going. I'm not going that fast, you'll catch up with me. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can't keep stopping because my legs are in too much pain. He's like, all right, all right, yeah, I'll I'll stop here, and then I'll catch up with you. So we So I take off running, he stays there. Now I'm really running fast, I'm like, I don't want that dude to catch up to me. So I take off never see him again. I assume he never caught, or I don't know what happened. I assume he never finished the race, but I never saw him again. So I continue to run. After a couple miles, I'm a couple hours into this thing now. I'm still going uphill. I get near the top of the hill, and I'm starting to fall asleep. I'm tired. I've been crushing water because i knew i was bleeding so i'm like i keep drinking as much water as i can to keep fluids inside my body i'm sweating like crazy so i'm crushing water but i'm just tired my body is weak and i'm running up this hill and all of a sudden i wake up while i'm running while i was running up this hill i had fallen asleep running and when I woke up, like my whole world was sideways. Like I was about to fall off the side of the road. And I caught my balance, like, whoa, what in the world? Like, why does the world look like this? Catch myself, catch my balance. And I turned around and looked, and my footprints were like zigzag for as far as I could see. I don't know how long I was asleep. But I was running back and forth across the road by myself going up this hill. I'm like, man, what in the world? And I remember this sight that I will never forget. I will never forget this sight. I looked to the side of the road. There was a little bit of illumination from the moon. And I can see people on both sides of this road, on this hill, both sides of the trail, asleep. They were sitting on the side of the road asleep. Now I remember thinking to myself, I don't know how many of these guys I passed, but these are those that passed me when I was down. And I'm not going to let them finish before me. So I turned around. And I took off running. I wasn't too far from the top of the, the hill. I get to the top of the hill. You know, hopefully the, the finish line's up there. It's not. You know, I'm like halfway. So we continue. I continue going. Um, the sun starts to come up after a couple hours. Yeah, we're going that long. The sun starts to come up and I can start. I kind of start recognizing my surroundings because we have been out there for a few weeks. So you kind of know where everything is. So based off of my understanding, I knew I was about three miles away from the finish line. From the, the camp area where we started. So I knew that had to be the finish line based off of where where I was and what I can see. So I knew I was about three miles away. I don't see anybody around me. I hadn't seen people for hours. Uh, so for that for a moment, I was like, you know what? I'm About three miles out. I, my, my legs are completely crushed. My back is sore from this bag bouncing and hitting my back or my back the whole time. Um, my side, I'm really, you know, is numb, but I can still feel that pain a little bit. Maybe if I walk a little bit, I can kind of catch my breath. And then I can run, you know, maybe the last mile. I'll walk for two miles and then run that last mile. So I'm, you know, walking at a super slow pace. And all of a sudden, I hear a vehicle. And I think to myself, impossible. That can't be the truck in the back of the pack. It can't be. I'm thinking to my mind of everything I've gone through all the hard work I've been doing these last couple hours running everything I've done these last couple weeks like it can't end like this that truck can't so I try to start jogging with everything I have but I'm, I'm really just you know walking a little bit faster because my legs are just crushed my back was crushed I had nothing else in me and I'm going 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 and the truck pulls up next to me I keep my head down I can see the tires right next to me and I'm just walking so I hear the window come down. And I hear roster number one. I was roster number one. So I ignore him. I just keep walking. And he says it again, roster number one. So I keep walking. I'm ignoring him. And I used to have a real thick New York accent. <laughs> so all of my cadres, they all called me New York. So I just hear New York. And I look over. It's one of the cadres. And he says, hey, how's your feet feel? I'm like, my, my feet are crushed. It's like ground beef. He's like, okay, okay. How about your legs? How's your leg feel? I said, man, I can't feel my legs. He said, what about your back? He said, my back is in pain. You know, he sees the blood on me and everything like that. He's like, hey, do you want to get in this car or in this truck? I said, negative. Then he asked me a question. And I'll always remember. He said, did you expect anything less? I said, no. He said, you have about three miles left. If you let this truck beat you, you're not making it. And he starts to speed up. The pain of Perseverance. With my legs on fire, and my feet aching, and my back sore, and my body fatigued, I started to run with everything I had. I ran. Initially, I was thinking maybe if I run for a couple hundred meters or a couple hundred yards, he'll he'll see like that I'm serious about this thing, and he'll drive away. He drove next to me for three miles. Until I passed the finish line, I ran with everything I had for three miles straight, uphill, downhill, around corners, up some more sand, down some more sand, until I passed the finish line. And when I passed the finish line, you know they they have a scale there to check your weight to make sure you wasn't trying to slack off, you know. So I take my bag off, I weigh my bag, seventy-seven pounds. Like, all right. Take my bag. They tell me, they say, "Rush number one, you are the 15th person to complete this course. Out of 488, I was number 15. He said, you can stop running. And when he said that, I fell down. And I laid on the ground. <laughs> right there. And I hear a door slam from a car. I look over and I see the feet of the cadre that was in that truck. He says, New York, how's your feet? I said, man, my feet hurt. He was like, what about your legs, man? How'd your legs feel? I said, I, man, they're, they're really in pain right now. He said, what about your back? I said, man, I don't, I don't know if I can move. I don't know what's up with me. He said, man, did you expect anything less? And I looked at him. I said, no, this is exactly what I expected. He said, get up and take your bag to your tent. I couldn't get up at the time, so I just crawled. But I grabbed that heavy bag and I dragged it with me. I crawled over to my tent. The next day, the few of us who did finish the race were in this huge room. And they began to call off numbers. And as they called off numbers, you've seen people on crutches walking down the exiting in the building. You've seen people in uh, slings walking down the exit in the building. You've seen people, you know, being carried out, carried out of the building. And at the end, 88 people were selected. I was one of that 88. Why? Because although it required pain Although it required suffering Although it required everything that was within me My mind was made up That I would persevere And if you want to ascend To the highest level That your life requires You have to be willing To persevere In the midst Of any circumstance You have to be willing to persevere in In the midst or through Any type of conditions And most importantly You have to be willing To accept the pain That perseverance requires Because if you do You will ascend To that great level that your life deserves you to be. So I am. Kanuk Nasia. I appreciate your time today. If you have any questions. Any thoughts. Any comments. You can reach out. We're at. www.infiniteascension.org O-R-G, www.infiniteascension.org If you want to reach out sooner than that then you can reach out on our email at infinite ascension 23 at gmail.com infinite ascension 23 all one long uh, the number is two three so infinite ascension 23 at gmail.com um, no dots no uh no separation all right so we appreciate you we're excited about what the next step holds and we're looking forward to talk to you again next week Ascend, 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 and become the greatest shoe that your life deserves. All right, I'm out.